Good morning, everybody. I hope um, you people are doing well. Today's subject, what I'm supposed to talk to you, is the understanding the natural karma places the power for the liberation directly in our hand. It's a very, in a way, it's absolutely true. True, because our life, whatever is happening, good, bad, joy, suffering, whatever is happening within our life, it is all totally our own karma. There is nothing that happens without our karma. Actually, nothing whether it's collective karma or individual. The experience that we went through with the last eight years of difficulty in the, in the United States administration and thereby also difficulties in the various places, the walls, uh, the economic downfalls, suffering of uh, people losing jobs, homes, all of those. And uh, also the fear of a war tremendously. As you know, what's happening in the Indo-Chinese border, even within the Himalaya region. All of those are totally karma, collective karma. Even in 9-11, it is a collective karma. At the time, I remember very clearly, because it just happened to be 9-11, and then my book on good life, good death came out almost the same time. So I had to go and have a book promoting tour arranged by publishers everywhere. So everybody will raise the same question. Is it karma? What had happened? And I'm also very strictly instructed by the publishers and the agents, and you're not supposed to say it is karma. <laughs> because they told me, they told me you will be victim blaming. So you're not supposed to say that. So I went under that true pressure. In the one hand, it is a truly reality. It is a collective karma of those individuals who lost their life and those loved ones who live behind, as well as the country as a whole, as well as the world as a whole. So it is the karma of that. It is the karma not only those who lost their life and as I mentioned to you just now, 
but those who will continuously suffer shook out because of that. People in Afghanistan, people in Iraq, and the Yemen and so on forth, everywhere. And they're all our collective calm. And those of us who are watching day after day on television, the number of people who died, will wake up in the morning, the radio will say, today 11 people killed, 12 soldiers been killed, 17 killed, all of that come together, functioning. But then, you know, when you are told not to say it, <laughs> and so, so, you know, only excuse I can get is uh, one happens to be at the wrong place at the wrong time. Uh, it's also true, happens to be the wrong place at the wrong time. And that doesn't deny the karmic consequences. And it is the karma of not only the people, or we the people, but even the karma of George W. Bush, all combined together. It's all really, karmic thing is so tricky and so funny. But if you know how to, if you have a rough idea, forget about it, how to manage. I don't know even Buddha himself can manage karma extremely detailed. I'm not sure. I don't know. I'm not saying he does not. I'm saying I don't know. So the detail managing, understanding of karma is, is very difficult, extremely difficult. However, if we can have a rough idea, sort of roughly, and the thinking that these activities of mine will hurt a people, including myself, these activities will help people, including myself. With that rough idea, I call it rough. Maybe not rough. For, for some of us, it may be very difficult and very sophisticated and complicated thing. But I call it rough. The rough idea of that will make a hell of a difference in our life and the lives that will follow. Because everything we experience in our life and the lives thereafter. It is our own responsibility, our own deeds, our own responsibility. Whether it's individually created or collectively created. Collectively created will have a collective result, like what we saw, the 9-11 and economic sufferings, losing of jobs, all of those, particularly we, the Michigandans, pays worse than 
the rest of the country, if I may say so. But really, you know, it is the, in general, it is the collective karma of the whole United States and the whole world, and specifically, we the Michigandans coming. And that also applies to the individual household, individual household. Some people suffer more, some families suffer less, and that is the individual karmic uh, result. The karmic doesn't mean there's someone up there who arbitrarily decides that uh, Michigan has to suffer. It's not. It is our deeds that we did. The Michigandans did. I mean, A, number one, we put all our eggs in one basket, which is, which is very sort of true. And so when the one basket gets shaking or eggs started breaking, and we have no other alternative, and it becomes a difficulty. And that is our deeds. I'm not saying our fault. I'm not blaming victim again, okay? <laughs> I'm not I mean, I'm not victim blaming, but that's what it is. So in short, in the essence, the really, truly, karma means responsibility. Responsibility, whatever I do, I will be responsible. Whether the police will know or don't know, doesn't matter. Whether any one of you know or don't know, doesn't matter. I am responsible. Whether I get rewarded or whether I get to suffer in this life or future lives, it's just totally my responsible. Suppose here, I'm talking to you today. I'm, t- I'm t- talking to you today. I'm trying to tell you what a little I know about the Buddha's teaching and what a little experience that I have within that Buddha's teaching. If I'm misleading you, I will suffer. I will suffer tremendously. Tremendously. And not only this life, in my future lives. That is my responsibility. That is how it works. That's what I mean, responsibility. Responsibility, that's what I mean. So anything we do, we do. And if we do it with good motivation, with a sincere thought, it is better. But still, the end cannot justify means too. So that's what I said. It's sophisticated, complicated. Motivation makes a lot of difference. However, however, end cannot justify means. A lot of people do that. A lot of people do that. The end may be very good, but means... And if it is hurting people, even though the end may be great, but it cannot justify. That's where a lot of people get into difficulty with the karma. You say, yeah, you suffer a little bit, but 
But uh, I have a good motivation, and if you get to the result, it will be perfect. But you go through, sometimes through the process, whole life. And the people suffer whole life. You cannot justify that. You cannot justify that. Same thing with the prison camps that we gave with the nothing. Because national security. This is what our administration did last time. Right? I'm glad to know at least they opened up the prison camps in Afghanistan try to have uh, at least challenge and inquiries and make those. That's what they, I heard this morning. So at least these things are a good thing and it will change our karma. As long as we keep on holding the old functioning, it's very hard to change our karma. That is exactly for the nation. That is exactly for the state. That is exactly for the individual and the family. So always we have to look for improvement. Improvement on the basis of helping and serving and the compassionate thoughts. And compassionate means not just other way. And that is how we improve our own life. That is how we'll make a difference to our own life. Truly, you know, our own efforts will make a difference. And no one else can do. No one. No government, either state or federal. Nothing. It is we, the individual. We make a difference. A, we are part of a society. Society is nothing but a collection of individuals. So every deed of individual counts and makes difference because society is nothing more than collection of individuals. So each and every individual's deeds not only make a difference to the individual, make a difference to the group, to the society. So we do have a, a huge responsibility. Responsibility not only for ourselves alone, but for whole world. You may think, oh, I'm just a simple little nobody. That I always think. I'm just a simple person, nobody. But then we carry tremendous responsibility. We may not have the title, and we may not have the pay. We don't get the pay or the title, but we do carry tremendous responsibility. Because this is the, from the karmically, that's what happens. Karma, sometimes we see some kind of mysterious thing happening. No, it's not. 
Karma really is every thoughts we generate, every action we do, we take, mental, physical, verbal, any action we take, it is the karma is creating, it is sort of collecting. You know, sometimes you have those um, electronic things where people collecting something, collecting political campaigns, collecting signature, and the number goes up, right? So they have a number. You know, very vividly I remember uh, is, uh, you know, Chinese used to put up huge clock in the Tiananmen Square, uh, counting how long the Hong Kongs remain with the British authorities and clock going, going backwards. So that type of thing, you know. So every minute it counts up there and getting reductions. Chinese does that. So used to do that. Now it's Hong Kong is part of there. So anyway, so they don't have to keep, unless they keep a clock, how long they can maintain. <laughs> so otherwise, they don't have to keep anything. So, but, uh, but you know, that's really, uh, that's how karma functions. Without knowing, every individual somehow is just recorded and uh, accumulated and uh, collected. Uh, by the time when you have to make a karmic settlement and it pops up all the time, it has been calculating totally and the menacing and the plus and the multiplying all the time. And that's why we have to be aware of that, be responsible, and as long as you're responsible, you're good, and you have a control of your life in your hand. Because no one can impose anything on us which has we have nothing to do. And no one can force anyone to do something which you don't want to do. We know that. We're Americans. We don't have to get in there, you know. And that's what, that's really what it is. So no one can force. No one, and it is ourselves, and we're responsible. What we need, awareness, alertness, and the kindness, and the compassion. If you have the kindness and the compassion within you, every deed of yours will be different. Every deed of yours is different. You know why? If you look at it, no matter how much we went with a little crazy period, like the first three or four years, of uh, after 9-11. But the compassionate and the care and the love of American people wakes up. And then we begin to see the numbers of people who oppose war. We begin to see numbers rising, people who oppose torture. We begin to see the number of that category is going up. That is the kindness and love and the compassion that we, the people of the United States, 
have it with us. We share that. And that is making difference throughout the world. And as making difference in the lives throughout the world. Not only in the United States, throughout the world. And that is how compassion and caring love in the root of our heart materialize. And that is how we make change. And that is how we improve. And that is how we handle our karma. And you don't have to say how, because you did it. You did it. You know it. You can still do the same thing. Yes, it's true. There will always be some kind of crazy, crooked, twisted person who wants to do differently. But that doesn't mean the whole society is crooked. whole world is crooked. So we have to be, you know, we have a responsibility to change it. I think that's how we get a control of our life in our hand. I have to conclude what you're going to take home today. Take home is where and how your responsibility is and uh, where every function, every deed. You may be all alone by yourself. You may be doing nothing but lying down and uh, thinking. Even then you're creating your karma. And uh, the karmic thing is uh, such a sophisticated it's not that people have to know, it's not people have to acknowledge. It's not. Every action of ours count. So always, always try to be alert and remember, be kind, compassionate, care for yourself and care for others. Caring must keep in our principle of our life. Every deed we must keep that we don't hurt anyone, including ourselves. If help, great, but not hurt. Even Buddha's teaching is so strange. One thing we call it Mahayana, a huge thing. The one thing we call it normal Theravadan teaching. What is the difference? Mahayana will say, help, help, help. Tarabhadan will say, don't harm, harm, don't harm. So it's really principle of Buddha's teaching is be helpful as much as you can. But if you can't, you have no right to harm anyone, including yourself. And that is how you control, take control of your life. And that's what you can take home today. And thank you.